0: And just like that, we are back. What's up, my good sis? Welcome to the Women Alike podcast. And today, we are still on the Women Alike series. This is part two, where we will be exploring our differences as women of God. Last week, we talked about creating a sacred space, and now we're about to get into our differences. So prepare your heart, mind, and spirit for this message. Now let's get into it. So as you look at your sisters moving forward, the ones you know and the ones you don't know, the ones that you see walking around Walmart, the one you see across the street, um, look at her and ask yourself, how can I be better for her? What can I do to create a sacred place for her if she needed me? Am I pouring out into the capacity that I should be? am i disciplined in the capacity that i should be how can i be better for her that's how we that's how we need to look at ourselves moving forward how can i be better for my sister does that mean you need to maybe you need to take some time to yourself and do some work on yourself or maybe it's that you just need to um, be more present in the current relationships that you do have whatever you see fit only you know what you need to do but ask yourself figure that out how can i be better for for her, creating a sacred space for your sister so she can come to you and, and be candid, so she can come to you and be, be vulnerable and receive sound advice, receive good encouragement. I hope I'm making sense here because guess what? You are no different. We all have a form of likeness in us through God. We were all made in the likeness of God and born into this world as a sinner. We all have a past and a future, and but the only thing that's different is what we decide to do with our future. Things in our past, there's some things that have happened as we were children or whatever that we didn't have any control over. But as you mature and you become an adult, you have all the choices and options in the world to figure out what you're going to do with your future. And so today as we're talking about sisterhood and moving in to talking about our differences as sisters, we need to talk about how we treat our sisters. James chapter 2 talks to us about favoritism, talking about how. We should not pick and choose who we're going to minister to. We're not going to pick and choose who we're going to serve based off of their looks and based off of the things that they have. James chapter 2, go and read it. It tells us to be mindful of those things. And let me make it plain. I'll give you an example. It's like being in a room full of people and only... For me, I'm black. So it would be like for me, being the black woman going into a room with a room full of women of all races and cultures but I'm only associating with the black people. I'm only sharing my tips and strategies with the other black women, you know, discriminating against one another in any way. We shall not be doing that. Only networking with the women who look like they have the money or only reaching out to the potential clients who look like they can pay for their sessions we cannot do that because the word of god tells us to love one another as we love ourselves and so you walking in a room or walking into any type of space showing favoritism and being picky and choosy with people just because of looks and and all that such a thing that's not loving That's not loving and so there's sin there and there's some things that you need to check in your heart there if you're doing those things. Again, the things I'm saying are not to condemn you but it's to encourage you to check yourself. And trust me, I check myself all the time. So be watchful also of envious behaviors within yourself and others because that is the thing that Satan likes to use to divide us, the world uses this envy, these envious tactics to get us to talk junk about each other, the world has views and stigma on us that puts up a wall between women and we got to be the one to break it down. I want to talk about envy really quick because envy is heavy and envy is tricky to identify um, because it, it manifests in many different ways, right? So let's talk about Envy right quick. Envy drains our happiness and it saps our desire to support one another. Because as you're looking at her with Envy, you're looking at her with your, with your nose scrunched up and your lip, lip cocked to the side, you're not going to want to help her. You're trying to figure out why she's doing better than you, right? So it drains our happiness and it saps our desire to support one another. So I'm going to give you five things that you need to look at, consider, and do so that you can master envy. Also, listen and see if you resonate with any of these things. The first thing you do when you want to master envy is you need to acknowledge that you are envious. And that is the feeling of discontent, not being happy, or being resentful, longing, or aroused by somebody for somebody else's possessions. Meaning you got an issue with her because she got something that you don't. Or are you just feeling some type of way because she got something and you don't, that, and you want it? That's what envy is. So if you resonate with that, you need to take the first step in acknowledging, hey, I have some envious behaviors. The second thing you need to do is recognize the pride that's creeping up within you. For example... Um, One time I called myself listening to somebody's podcast, and I said, her podcast is good, but it's missing the meat of it. Like, I don't even know what I'm supposed to be getting from this. So I complimented her podcast. I'm like, it's good, but it's like I admired her work, but mine was better because mine has the meat in it. Right? That's prideful, and it's destructive. I'm like... I'm like admiring her while also putting her down and boosting myself up, if that makes sense. So with envy, we got to be mindful of that pride creeping in there as well. The third thing is to replace envy with compassion. Show appreciation for the other person. Don't be envious of them, but be like, let me give you another example. For, for this same situation, I could have said her podcast is good and I wonder how much time it took for her to make this podcast or I wonder what she had to go through to get this amount of sponsorship or I wonder um, how she came up with this message. I'm sure it was a lot of work. That's me being compassionate, acknowledging her good work, and being compassionate for the things that she possibly had to go through to get to where she was. Because we always covet another person's life, but we don't know what they did to get there. We don't know their testimony. Some people lost their parents, had to lose their parents, and then... They elevated and, and was able to do all these great things. Some people lost a leg, girl, lost the leg and then they elevated and they booming and doing all this type of stuff. You and I'm just using those as example examples, which are probably which are likely true. Some people that's probably happened to some people. Um, but you it's just to make the point of you don't know what people went through. So show compassion for people. The fourth thing is to let envy be your inspiration. Let that be your inspiration. So again, with that example, her podcast is good and I can't wait till I do the same thing. I can't wait till I have that many sponsors on my podcast. I can't wait till my sound is that clear like hers. Right, that's upward social comparison. That's the good kind of comparison comparison you want to do when you're comparing yourself to another person for inspiration, not competition. You compare yourself to others for inspiration. Right? And the last thing is don't forget to count your blessings. Now, Satan tries to cloud our mind and have us thinking that. God's not doing enough right now, or I don't see him answering this prayer that I've been praying since 2016, what's going on, you know, and then you start looking at other people, and you're like, oh, well, he's doing it for them, why isn't God doing it for me, right, you gotta count your blessings so that when Satan tries to do that mess right there, you have the car facts. You have the receipt right here. Listen, God did this for me on this day, this for me on that day, this for me on that day, so that you can shut those thoughts up because that's when when we get into that place of, oh, I see God's doing this for them, but they not, He not doing nothing for me. That's when the envy and the jealousy and the resentment comes up. That's a door. But we're going to keep that door closed because we're going to master envy on today. Use all five of those things. Acknowledge them if you resonate with any of it then you need to be checking your spirit right there for that, for those things. So it's the appreciation that reveals abundance in places where we might have failed to look, go into those places that I just named and look. And that is why we look for where envy is working at in our lives. Our likeliness our likeness through God makes us similar in ways and it's what makes us different, but it's the decision that we lead our lives on how to live selfishly or selflessly. Choose are you going to live a selfish life or are you going to live a selfless life and decide how you're going to be a resource for your sister. So next time someone admires you, or comes to you for help, be willing to be that resource. You are the resource. Stay humble and make humility your lifestyle. It's priceless to be in a room connected with like-minded women. That is where we grow and that is where we evolve as women. There is a certain peace in a room of a bunch of God-fearing Women, I'm not gonna say certain peace. The peace of God is always present in a room full of God fearing women. I kid you not, I lie to you not. It is wonderful, and so that is why God led me to create this podcast. Titled women alike because there is a need for us to be together. There is a need for us to intercede on one another's behalf. There is a need for us to hold one another accountable. There is a need for us to empower and uplift one another Thank you, Jesus. And so we have to be willing to answer the call when he places it on us. We have to be willing to be the resource for our sister. We have to be willing to pray and cover our sister. Commit yourselves to growth and maturity and continue striving to be a better you so that you can be a better mother, so that you can be a better sister, so that you can be a better cousin, so that you can be a better niece a better grandmother for other people. Be better. Now, speaking of other people, I recently had a very wonderful conversation, a candid conversation between myself and some women that I am in an accountability group with. Um... And I wanted us to have a conversation about sisterhood. And so I'm going to include that in this series is what we'll be listening to next is you'll get to hear, you'll get to experience that peace um, that comes from being in the room with a group of God-fearing women. So can't wait for you to hear it. Let's get into it. (music) Hey sis, thanks for tuning in to the message today. I really hope that it blessed you and encouraged you. I also pray that it motivates you to keep you pushing forward in everything that God has for you. Before you leave, make sure you are sharing this podcast with your friends and family. Let that be your way of evangelizing to the people, okay? Don't forget to subscribe and I will be talking to you soon.